Greetings, EOB Society! Welcome back to another installment of Evolution Revisited. I am your host, Jason Sircone, and today I am taking a look back at episode 34, featuring none other than Lloyd Morrison. Lloyd brought some serious value to the show, and I can say one of the big subjects that we covered is something that really grinds my gears to steal a line from Peter Griffin of Family Guy, and that's sports programs for kids that don't keep score. We're seeing this more and more these days, and I'm never going to understand it. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. But if you haven't done so yet, go back and listen to episode 34. It's available on your favorite podcast platform. You can get all of the show notes and resources and links and everything that Lloyd provided over at jasoncircone.com slash Lloyd Morrison. You can also listen to the show there as well. The video clip that I pulled and put on YouTube is also on the show notes page. Lots of good information to dig into. And if you haven't listened to that episode before listening to Revisited today, you probably should. Not that I'm going to be dropping a lot of spoilers, but to get the full feel of what it's all about, listen to the full interview before you listen to the takeaways. So let's get into it. One of the big takeaways was... Lloyd agreeing with me 100% that children's sports programs that don't keep score are going to have damaging effects on kids as they get older. Again, I said this on the show, I experienced this firsthand with my daughter when her first soccer game came around and she would, they had practice and I just, I, I never even thought to really ask and maybe I should have because it's not like I hadn't heard of this before, but once the first game started I go to watch, and that's when I learn. I'm like, like well, what's, what, who's keeping score here? No one's keeping score is what I learned. And that's just it, it just makes me scratch my head. You learn so much about competition, about fighting for a cause. You know, like I, I golf, so it's more of an individual score, but you still have that competitive spirit to where you want to beat the score that you had before, or you want to beat the other buddies that you're playing with. You're not trying to just go out there to play. You want to try to achieve something. And as you're playing a sport like soccer, obviously the score is going to dictate whether you won or whether you lost. And if you don't have that, at the end of the day, you're just chasing a ball around a field. Makes zero sense to me. You know, I totally am on board with the cardio that you get from that activity. But when we don't keep score in children's sports... So many life lessons are lost. How do you know how to be resilient when you get older if you don't experience what defeat is all about at a younger age? I've been a part of this as an athlete. When you lose, it sucks. But it's not about the loss. It's what you learn from that loss. And how do you bounce back? What lessons can you take away from that loss where you can look at everything that happened and say, all right, here are some things that we did well, but here are some areas where we fell short, and that's ultimately why we lost the game. And you can do this even on the playground. My buddies and I used to play basketball all the time, from sunup to sundown. This was before we had to go get jobs. But we loved it, and it was all day, every day. We'd play to 10, and then you'd switch off, and then another team would come in. And we just did that all day long, and it was just, you know, I look back on that, it was just so much fun. And there was never like, okay, you play for 10 minutes and no one's keeping score and then another team will come in and play for 10 minutes. No, you played until someone lost. And then you learned how to deal with that loss. And if you're on the losing end a lot that one day, 
he looked at it and said, well, that's really sucked. I'm going to bring a better game with me tomorrow. That to me is what it's all about. And you don't have to be the greatest athlete in the world. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But when you lose, you have to be able to analyze what happened and figure out what you can do to get better. If you're truly passionate about playing a sport, then you should be playing to achieve something. And that something is typically a team goal, which is to win a championship or to finish in first place or even to boil it down to a smaller degree to win the game that's happening at this moment. But as an individual, how are you contributing to your team's success? Or are you contributing to your team's failure because you're just not doing what you need to do on that particular day? These are all things that you can look at, and every single one of us has the ability to bounce back from a bad performance. But if we're not teaching kids about this at a young age, when they get into the professional world, how the hell are they supposed to react? And I know this was something we got into as well. How the hell are they supposed to react to a negative situation that happens at their job? Maybe they get passed over for somebody that's brand new and they're clearly more qualified. Yes, that happens a lot. Maybe they just have a really bad run of sales calls and maybe they just have some very awful customer service experiences. These are all things that can happen. And what happens when you don't know, okay, what did I do wrong in this? What, what do I need to do better so I don't have to experience this again? Where can I make improvements? Well, Back in the day, when I played basketball, I learned that when I lost, it wasn't about the loss itself, it's how I bounced back. And if we don't have those skills ingrained in us at a young age, it becomes even harder to do it when we get older. So that's why I just <laughs> I feel like I'm back on a tangent from the show from episode 34, but I feel very strongly about this. I, it makes no sense for me to have children's sports programs that don't keep score. It's not for exercise. Yes, of course, the exercise is great. Obviously, we want kids out and about and not sitting in front of a TV or a video game system all day, every day. But there's got to be a purpose to it. There's got to be a prize to be won. And that's why you know, like, you know, the whole participation trophy thing, don't even get me started there. So, And to segue into the next big takeaway that I took was one of the big points Lloyd made is that you learn so much from losing, and winners lose more than losers lose. And the reason that he says that is because when a winner experiences a loss, they have that ability to look at everything through a microscope and say, okay, that was a loss, that sucks, it does not feel good, what do I need to do to get better so I don't experience this again? Now, of course, you're going to experience more losses. That's inevitable. And like we said, you can learn from each one of them. And if you're not taking the time to evaluate the losses that take place in your life, and I'm not even talking about sports at this time. I'm talking about anything that happens in your life. If you lose a job or lose a promotion or something happens within the business that you run that isn't what you expected. If you can't look at all of those negative situations that come your way and find the positives within them, it's going to be very hard for you to get better at what you do and make improvements so you can come out the next day and say, all right, I'm a little bit wiser today, and here's how I'm going to get a win for my brand, for my job, for my company. If you can't look at it from that perspective, it's going to be incredibly hard for you to find the levels of success that you're searching for. It's all about taking the negative situations and not letting them keep you down forever. Take those situations and look at them from a standpoint and say, all right, F you situation, what can you teach me about myself, 
about what I did wrong, about what I did right. Because even in the negative situations, chances are there are some things that you did right, but you have to be able to evaluate them and pull the learning experiences from them. That way you don't make the same mistake again. If you continue to go down the path of just getting beat up and staying down on the mat, well, of course you're not going to bounce back. So don't expect big things to happen if you're not taking the time to learn from your failures. And that goes right back to what Lloyd said. Winners are going to lose more than losers lose because winners find a way to evaluate the issues that took place because winners find a way to look at what happened and then bounce back and do it better the next day. And the final takeaway that I'm going to talk about is the fact that even if you aren't looking to go pro in the sport that you're playing, it's, there's still a lot you can learn. And you don't have to go professional to still enjoy an, a sport later in life. I've been playing golf since I was seven years old, so I'm over 30 years of experience in the sport. I was never going to be on the PGA. I never felt like I had that skill set as a child. I've learned since I broke the age of 40 that it was probably more mental than anything. And if I would have maybe grasped the mental game when I was in my early teens, maybe there was something I could have done, but probably not. And I'm not stupid. I know that that was not what I was cut out for, but I can still go out and enjoy the game and challenge myself to get better. So all those skills that I learned from playing golf and playing basketball and baseball and playing football and hockey and all the recreational sports that I did with my friends, all of these things help define my mentality of how I go at my business. So when I defined my greater why, and my greater why is to build a legacy that all the people that are in my life can enjoy long after I'm gone. That's one of the big things that I keep in mind every single day. Think of this podcast, and this is a, a message to all podcasters out there. When you're building something that you're passionate about, and if you're building a podcast and you're doing it the right way, chances are you're doing it in an area of your life that you're passionate about, whether it's in your brand, whether it's for a hobby, whatever the case may be, you're building something that you're proud of and that you can talk about when nobody's listening. That should be the mentality. But think about it this way. Once you're gone, if you've developed something that truly made an impact on the world, that is going to live for generations. And everybody that's in your circle is going to be able to enjoy what you did. Let's look at a catalog of music, for example. A band like the Beatles did not just put out music for that day. They have lived through generation to generation to generation, and that keeps getting discovered by the next generation. My daughter has asked me a couple questions about the Beatles when she hears me listening to them. I think that's great. And so I think of my podcast on that level, and not just my podcast, anything else that I'm putting out into the world. Am I proud to put out what I'm putting out? Yes. And that's made me reevaluate some of the things that I've posted on social media, which I have cut back on. And all of the content that you're putting out there can be discovered by somebody way after you're gone. And that legacy is going to tell the story of who you were. So to bring this back to episode 34, when I defined my greater why, I was able to chase it with the skill sets that I gained from playing sports from a young age. And the sports that I played were all done in what I could say is the right way. We kept score. We learned about losses. We learned about wins. The losses made us feel bad, 
but they made us appreciate the victories so much more. And that's what I feel gets lost when you're just telling kids to go run around on the field and chase the ball around and try to score the goal, but at the end it doesn't matter because we don't want your feelings to get hurt because you lost. That feeling is temporary, but not having that skill set of understanding what it means to lose and what it means to win is something that's going to affect everyone long-term. So when you find your greater why, utilize some of that skill set that you've developed as a child, as you developed, as you learned new things as you went on. Think about some of the times you had to be resilient and apply that to some of the hard situations that you may face today. We're all going to face them. As Lloyd said, as humans, we're going to get punched in the mouth, sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively, more often figuratively. But when that happens, how do you rebound? How do you come back? How do you make an epic showing the next time you're on the field, the next time you're on the microphone, the next time you're in front of your peers and your colleagues? Keep that in mind, and you're going to do great things, EOB Society. So episode 34 is available. I highly recommend checking this one out. It was an excellent conversation. And if I didn't exemplify my passion for this subject on today's episode of Revisited, go back and listen to 34, and you're going to see this is something that is big and something I believe in quite strongly. So I love that episode. I want to thank Lloyd once again for joining me, and I will gladly have him back on Evolution of Brand in the future for another great conversation. So looking ahead to episode 36, I am joined by Laura Kelly. Laura is the founder of Tula Books, and Laura does something that every single one of us as brand builders, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as professionals, we need what Laura does. Laura helps businesses manage their books, but she does so in a very humanistic, more deep way. Her methodology is that she wants people to be at peace with the numbers that comprise the foundation that is their business. And you know, as well as me, if you've got numbers that you don't understand, or you've got issues within your business that you're putting to the side and hoping maybe they fix themselves, Spoiler alert, that never happens, but Laura takes the time to make sure that you are at peace with what you're doing. So this conversation was off the charts and one that I feel that any business owner needs to experience. So I'm going to give you a clip today. This is Laura Kelly from episode 36 of Evolution of Brand. This theme came up for me even when I was an employee. I always thought that one of the things that I brought to the table was I wasn't just the person hiding behind Excel spreadsheets. And, and while I do thrive on that, I was also kind of the people person too. Like a lot of times in my uh, full-time jobs, I would also handle the human resources side of the business too. So I always thought it was, a, it was such a great balance to have the numbers, the analytics and all of that, but to be someone that was approachable, somebody that somebody could come to with HR issues and benefits questions and like just stuff like that. So I really wanted to carry that into this business. And I wanted to market myself as that person that wasn't that, you know, to be cliched, the crotchety old man doing your tax return at the end of the year. I wanted to be that person that people could feel comfortable coming to with their vulnerabilities around numbers, because especially now the target market that I'm going after, which is a lot of like female entrepreneurs and female business owners numbers scare the shit out of them. <laughs> like, it's just really scary. And they get into some of these money messes and then 
they feel vulnerable and they don't want to expose them. They don't want to feel exposed. So they want to come to somebody that they can trust. And so I wanted to put that out into the world that I, again, I'm not just your numbers cruncher. I'm going to bring, I want to bring peace. I want to bring clarity. I want to bring a sense of calmness to your numbers because when you look at them and when you dig into them, oftentimes they're not as scary as we perceive them to be. And I just want to make people feel really comfortable in that fact, knowing that I can be the person diving in and getting into that mess and cleaning it up for them. And then they can walk away with peace. There you have it, EOB Society. Laura Kelly joins me on episode 36 of Evolution of Brand, and we're going to have a great conversation for you to enjoy. If you're digging what this podcast is all about, please take 30 seconds to jump over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a written review, or go to Spotify and leave a five-star review there as well. And as always... If you like what you're hearing, please recommend Evolution of Brand to one person in your circle that will feel the impact of what's going down on this podcast. So that's going to do it for today's episode of Evolution Revisited. Make sure that you are subscribed and you're following Evolution of Brand on your favorite podcast platform so you know when new content goes live. I will see you on episode 36 of Evolution of Brand. This has been Jason Sircone. Never stop evolving. Podcast guest marketing is the most dynamic, value-driven, and fun way to build your presence and grow your personal brand. Whenever you go on a podcast, you have a brand new opportunity to make an impact, provide value, and position yourself as a resource and thought leader in your space. But in order to maximize the success of your campaigns, you need to be fully optimized and execute with a strategy that ensures you're setting yourself up to reap the rewards of your guest appearances for years to come. To help you get started, I put together a blueprint called 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest, and I want to give this to you for free today. This guide will walk you through the important steps of podcast guest optimization, finding podcasts that align with your mission, curating a powerful guest presentation, and so much more. Pick up a free copy of 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest today by visiting jasoncircone.com slash PGO guide or click the link in the show notes to learn more.